we can try to figure this out together because it's not a simple uh, little piece that we're up to. So you see this paragraph, Al Kain Chashev? Yeah. Okay, so let's take a look. So this is the uh, end of the seventh Cheshben, in Paragimel of Shachashman Nefesh. The Chovah Slava says, Al Kain Chashev Nafshecha Al Unin Hazeh. Should take accounting, very careful thinking with yourself on this Indian, this entire Indian of person recognizing and accepting his role as the servant of Hashem, Hashem as the master, accepting that and recognizing along with that, that um, according to the greatness of the master is the greatness of the Eved, and that all the nations of the world see this in Kalisrael. And of course, eventually we'll see it to its full degree. And there's so many expressions in the Torah identifying Kalisrael's very special close relationship with Hashem. So he says, take accounting of this. Do not be inclined in it after Yitzhahara. Bele Saskim Tavoscha Bishtamesh Bishtameshcha Bemachshaftacha Ovinascha Vesichlacha Boy. And do not agree, sort of give in to your taiva when you're using your thoughts and your understanding and your intellect in this Indian. So, of course, it needs to be understood. In what sense could a person be inclined after his Yetzirah in making this Cheshbon? And in what way would he be, so to speak, agreeing with his Taiva when he would be using his thoughts and his understanding and his Seichel with regard to this consideration and awareness? Can he, can he be a servant to Hashem for the sake of his Yetzirah? Can accepting Hashem's mastery by giving in to his taiva? That seems um, quite uh, the opposite one to the other. So I thought, you know, the only possibility that could be is um, since it includes an aspect, like he spelled out, of uh, a person being uplifted as a result, and the Klausel being recognized even by the other nations of the world as having this special, unique distinction and closeness to Hashem. So it's possible something of such a uplifting nature based on its spiritual quality to become diverted. You can see, oh, I have such covet. I am the evidence of the Melech. Look how great I am. The nations of the world look at the cholesterol with such admiration and such reverence. Oh, I am the, the object of such reverence and such greatness. I'm so superior to everyone else in the world. Instead of feeling the responsibility of of um, showing the proper example, 
it would seem like it's possible for the terrorists to sort of take it into the wrong direction and make it into a cause of feeling covered or gaiva in a very not good way. So there's a need for a special awareness and focus that it should not go off in the wrong direction. I should recognize the greatness that comes from being the servant of Hashem that's only in a manner that is uplifting me in the proper way but remaining in a form of humility and complete recognition of Hashem's mastery as opposed to using it as a device for my own uh, self-glorification which would seem that even this could become. Okay, let's go a little further. Take to heart Hashem's looking out on your thoughts in your inner being. So what's going to help me? Seems like this is the critical ingredient that could help me because a person could be unaware of what's happening. I think that um, everything that I'm thinking and feeling is uh, totally mishlemus without re- realizing that I'm going off course. So the Chavazavah says, remember, Hashem is watching your thoughts. Hashem is aware of what's going on deep down inside. So then I could become aware, so to speak, that, oh, maybe something not so good is happening. Your intention in this process should be for the sake of Hashem, meaning to fulfill Hashem's purpose, not a personal agenda, not the personal need, but what Hashem's purpose is, that we should be truly close to Him, which of course requires maintaining our humility and our recognition of Hashem's ultimate greatness, not losing sight of that. We should be careful in it for Hashem's honor, meaning that um, we're, we are focused on the fact that the true cover is only Hashem, and whatever we, we have is only by receiving it from Hashem and through our connection to Hashem. And this will take place out of your, so to speak, embarrassment of his looking upon you, meaning we will be embarrassed to go off course and be using it in the wrong kind of way when we know that Hashem is aware of it. Hashem knows the thoughts of man that they are empty, so whatever is going on inside, Hashem is fully aware of it. And that could help us uh, keep things in the, in the right place, on the right course. Uh, I think we find this idea in the Chalvah also when it comes to a person trying to figure out, does that, do I really have bitachan? And he says that's what could help us is the fact that we know that Hashem knows if we really have it. So we could potentially fool ourselves and be convinced that we really are relying on Hashem when we're not. But if we know that Hashem knows what's really inside, 
then we could suddenly perhaps discover like, oh, maybe Taka, I don't really have it yet. Because I can't be hiding it from Hashem. It's all out in the open. Okay, does anything make sense here so far, Abaisai? It's not really a, like a, a logical um, like follow-through that since Hashem knows like if I'm not aware of it then very nice Hashem knows so he knows that it's everything's good and mm-hmm. uh, meaning it's not it's not a scare tactic right it's not like right, right, you have to I be know. very careful because Hashem knows <laughs> <laughs> Right. No, 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 that's that's not the idea. No, it's a matter of um, a person has the kayak to sort of sweep the truth under the carpet. Like a sort of like like um, there is the kayak in a person to know the truth, but is the kayak also to ignore it, to sort of imasiach das from it, to turn away from it, and this uh, helps me to not turn away. In other words, there's no point in trying to hide it because it's already out there. Like it wouldn't pay to deny some uh, some accusation that's already publicly known that it's true. <laughs> so Hashem is well aware of the truth. I don't gain anything by trying to hide it from myself. So I can really try to be aware of it and try to get it back on course. But it is quite fascinating that um, something that we would think is of such a high level to be able to realize that we are Hashem's servants, He is our Master, the, the awareness of our exalted, close, special, close relationship with Hashem could potentially, so to speak, fall to the hands of the Sahara and become taken over and used. Um, and which we, we do find this um, elsewhere in the Chavos Lavavos talks about the uh, Chacham saying to his Talmidim, he's so, he's so worried about them that because they're in such a high level, they may fall into the worst, the worst uh, situation. It's worse than, worse than any Avera, which is Gaiva. So over their own shlemus, say, if, they, if they're truly tzaddikim, so then they know everything they need to know. But somehow it seemed that there's still a, a, a danger, a concern that all their ruchinstic achievements then somehow fall to the hands of the Sahara to be used as a cause of considering themselves independently great. So it seemed like person could start off with awareness of that greatness from his connection to Hashem. And then it becomes like a separate entity. I have greatness. And then I forget where it's really from and I Forget how I have nothing on my own. Okay. So, 
and then we can start the next one. Ashmini and the eighth accounting. Rabbi, Rabbi, before you, before you start, real quick, it, was there going to be a question answer session today? Is that the plan? Um, there was a plan for tonight at okay. the nine at the nine o'clock session. Oh, okay. uh, any question that you have that could be sent in, in advance would be uh, helpful. All right. All right. Sounds good. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. So just to continuing. A person taking accounting of what is Chayev in singularly focusing his heart to Hashem. This Focusing his heart to Hashem is in two ways. Echad mehem, yichud halev, b'yichud akel. One is focusing his heart with regard to Hashem's oneness. Like was explained in the beginning of the Sefer in Sharei Yichud. Hashemi in the second. Focusing singularly, focusing the heart when he'll do anything of the actions that relate to whether it's an obligation or it's just a rishus, and it should be to Hashem alone. As explained in the conditions of recognizing the oneness of Hashem, there should be no other Hashem, should attribute Hashem any form, any kind of image, no human characteristics, like tenuah, like hataka, not movement, not changing from one state to another, no description from any of the physical descriptions, no aspect of, um, okay, this was explained in Shara, Biyamini should believe Shain Rashis Lakad Musay Bala Tachas Limitsi Usai. There's no beginning to Hashem's existence and no end to his existence. Biyada Shu Echod, he is this only true being. In Echod Kahdusai, there's no oneness like Hashem's. Bala Barizulasai, there's no other creator. Bala Yatsir in Baladov. There's no one who gives form to anything other than Hashem. And all Hashem's good names and his exalted midas that are all given to us to understand Hashem in his connection to the world. And the conditions of the 
singularly focusing his heart and actions to Hashem, he should intend in his actions only for honor of Hashem, for the purpose of Hashem, that Hashem has in mind. Not to the love of the praise of people, not from hope, not out of hoping to them. Not out of fear of them. Not to draw any benefits, to push away any harm in his world or in the next world. We should be as a Vodim who are serving only out of Ava Hashem, not for the sake of our own personal benefit of any way, either in Om Hazar or Om Hab. You can test this, my brother, how people conduct themselves in their relationship when they have a love for one another. The beloved friend, when he senses that his beloved one's heart is not completely there, it's not devoted to him, Certainly, the master with a servant. Will be very displeased. He won't be accepting of his his actions. Even if he does make effort, he will be complete, loyal, and what's visible. Still, if the heart is not there will be very, um, very disliked, very disapproved of. Even though a person needs the help of another person. So you would think that uh, it could be sort of accepting or whatever the help that he receives. But no, the truth is that we see that without that real full heart devotion, it's a very, very uh, unacceptable, so to speak. How much more to Hashem? That's all the creations need Hashem. He has no need for them. He has no benefit from them. He's looking into their hearts once again. This idea. He sees the, the, the secret of their inner being. How could we want towards Hashem from ourselves? What we wouldn't want towards us from our friends and those that we are close to. Or somewhat gloriously by some, even though 
if we would be so lacking, they don't even know what's really in our hearts. In the same way, we can't say that we know completely what's in someone else's hearts. If you would be um, disloyal and really not fully committed to them, we wouldn't want of ourselves to be acting that way to someone that we are close to. So, so too, we should uh, not allow for ourselves to be acting in such a manner towards Hashem. Sorry about that. So, this uh, this is really describing um, like our involvement in keeping the Torah as a real relationship. Just like uh, our own interactions, it means so much to us that there's a true, true, real commitment. So then we should not want for ourselves to be lacking in that regard, to be, so to speak, turning away, using the Torah as some kind of device for our our own mind, our own kind of a personal way, but rather we should engage in it in its full, true fashion, which is to bring us close to Hashem, to fulfill His very good plan, and to trust in that, just be focused on that. Okay, I think that uh, (laughs) pretty much says everything. If there's any uh, any further thoughts, uh, they're most welcome. Okay. Uh, I had to leave for like two minutes, so I don't know what you said for the past two minutes, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we just said that um, we we know in the human relationships that. Uh, somebody would be very helpful to us but their their heart is not really there it's not with a real true personal commitment so that would be very uh, painful very disturbing and we wouldn't want of ourselves to be um, even helpful on the outside so to speak but not really loyal not really committed to the person who we're trying to help in our hearts, we would not want to be, in a certain sense, um, not being truthful to them in the fullest good way. So this is all taking place by people who need one another, how much more so when it comes to our relationship with Hashem. Hashem has no need for our service. It's all for His purpose of giving good to us. So we certainly should not want of ourselves to be engaged in it in the external actions without the hearts being completely there. So uh, we can use this um, this model to check ourselves and see. Of course, um, no simple matter because people are you know very very tangible, and uh, when it comes to Hashem, it's. Uh, quite a little bit harder. Maybe the Chavosal was talking about somebody who already has a very mm. good, clear awareness. 
but um, it's good to have the concept to know that this is what we're aiming for. We're aiming for a real relationship where whatever we're doing is completely focused on what it's truly all about, which is our coming close to Hashem and not as a device to gain recognition of people or gain some kind of reward or even gain our own reward. Once we're focused on our own reward, we focus on our own reward, we're taking ourselves away from our connection to Hashem. So we should be staying focused on the innate good quality of that mitzvah or that good action. And the reward will come. Of course, it'll be even better that way. How does that work? What do you mean? Like, we're supposed to be doing things. I mean, is he, he's talking on the highest level right now? Uh, it's, a, it's a good high level, yes. What is Hashem Me'avo is definitely a high level, and that's what's contained in Mishnah um, Avos. Right. So it would seem, okay, it's fascinating. It would seem that somebody who is on the level to be able to do it still needs to be, you know, encouraged. The mission doesn't just, doesn't, doesn't just say simply, reach the Madrig of Abbas Hashem, which the Tari already says. The mission is saying, don't be kavodim hamisham shem esarav almanas lekabal pras. I mean, to somebody who is able to accomplish that, he's able to do the Avodah purely out of his love for Hashem. He still needs to be reminded to be to be directed, like Chol is saying, to stay focused because it's possible to veer off. It's possible to sort of somehow. I think like, he start. He started. This person started. We start doing things Shalom Amanas Kabbal Pras. Yeah. Yeah. And, then, and then he grew to the point where you took Shalolishma, you came, it was Balishma already. Yeah. And then, so it's saying here that that can fall off very quickly. So, right, it seems like you're right. It's trying to fall back or somehow, I don't know, forget, be diverted. What do you mean? That's what you're doing your whole, your whole life. Uh, well, I, I, it's hard for us to know until we get to the point where we can really do things. Out of Ava. <laughs> Somebody's really okay. I don't, I don't know, that could be that there's levels and levels, but um, you know, what, what, what does it mean that it's not almost like Alpras? It's way before Shim and Ava say that means out of Ava Sashem. So the person has the Ava. If you have Ava Sashem, you're going to think about anything else. <laughs> There'll be nothing else on your mind ever. Again, so, that, that, you're doing it because Hashem, that's what Hashem wants. He wants to give you, not because you want to get it. And that the, of, what we said? Of, of course, of course. But, but again, how, how do you fall off of it? It would seem that this Mishnah, right, is referring to somebody who is, he has that capacity, right? He has that full ability, but still he needs to like, stay focused on it. If there's somebody who you really love and you really care for them and you're devoted to them, do you need to like remind yourself, oh, don't do it because I'm going to get some reward from some payback from them. I care for them. I love them. I'm devoted to them. I want to give them everything good. I'm, I'm not thinking about the payback. But uh, when it comes to, 
it seems like there's still always room for us. Maybe by regular people, you also are thinking about the payback. But you don't know it. And you can't say, oh, they, they know what I'm thinking, so I can figure it out. But by the time you okay, let's watch out for it and see what happens. <laughs> okay, Yashikayach, everybody say. Have a very good day, Yashikayach. And hope we'll be together again soon. Call to...